Welcome back, guys. New episode, Armchair Pilots, the most average podcast in the land, hosted by two of the most average men you'll ever meet uh, in your life. Uh, my own name is Fergal. I'm here with my best mate, Dono. Uh, guys, we haven't said it before. We normally do it at the end of the video, but if you can like and comment and subscribe on our YouTube channel, we would really appreciate it. We have all the social media stuff as well if you want to support us on that. I think Dono informed me we have, a, we have TikTok. Oh yes, we're we're keeping in with those cool kids nowadays, Fergal. We're just trying to we're trying to branch out, get a little bit out of our comfort zones. But it's um it's something that I have no idea about. I don't really understand it, but maybe that's just me a little bit over the hill. But uh, sure, fuck it, we'll give it a go. <laughs> TikTok, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook—the normal ones are all there. If you can, if you're on those, if you want to give us a follow or like, we much appreciate that. But on to what we're discussing today, Dono. I have my NCT coming up at the end of the month. Oh no! Yeah, well, I tell you one thing: just make sure all the seatbelts are in, like a good little boy, and you'll be granted. You know, they, they, if if those seatbelts aren't in, if they're not locked in, you're fucked. Automatic fail, I hear nowadays. But like, look, I ah. thought they do that for you. Oh, are you joking me? You know, you have to plug in your seatbelts to make sure it's checked. It's like a speed check thing. No? Yeah, but is it not? A, don't they plug them in for you to make sure the buckles work? Uh, no. I don't think I've ever. I don't think I've ever plugged in my seatbelt. Jesus, I do it. I've always, I've always come back from the NCT with the seatbelts in. I do it. Someone gets in the back seat and they're like, "Where's the seatbelt?" I do it, and absolutely every time, just to, as a pre uh, precursor, just to kind of know that they're, they're they don't have to check them because they're fucking working. So, like, maybe you should be a bit more selfless, Virgil, and just fucking plug them in for the lads, like you know, save that extra twenty seconds. Jesus Christ! Yeah, like, I, I thought they might have to do that. Well, who do you think you are? Plug in your fucking seatbelts, Virgil. How rude. <laughs> but, like, they probably have to check it anyway. They're probably, like, the thing is busted. I tell you what, whatever about bloody seatbelts in the NCT, I got awful news today, Virgil. Um, I have to fucking do the timing belt in the car coming up at the end of the week, and I'm devastated. Oh, Jesus. It's going to cost me about 600 euro, I'd say. I mean, what the fuck? Like, just... Dad, I, you know me well enough. I have no man points. I have no understanding of a timing belt. I just know it's important for the car. <laughs> Have you ever have you ever had to change one in the car? No, no. Oh, it's just it's such a kick in the wages. Like you know, it's just you might as well just work the week for free. It's just a disaster. And like I, I don't know, it's just uh, it was one of those things I didn't foresee coming. And I just thought I'd be able to put a little bit of money into savings this week. But I might as well just piss it all away and give it off to my mechanic because he's going to fucking just take it off me anyways. So did your timing belt go? Because you're a bad driver. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, Fergal, it's to do with the quantity of miles that's put up on the engine, all right? Like, it's just one of those things that has to be done every 60, 70, 80,000 miles in the car. And, uh, yeah. My timing belt has never gone. Yeah, because you probably don't do enough mileage. Like, you don't do the mileage I'm doing. So, like, it's a. Uh, what are you talking about? Yeah. Maybe you're just bad. <laughs> well, I don't, I'm not sure it exactly works like that, Fergal. But sure, look, okay, maybe I am a bad driver. <laughs> the NCT guy who puts the seatbelts in for me told me it's because you're a bad driver. Oh, because you know so much about cars and everything that you're so Mr. Manly Man. I said the NCT guy told me. I never claimed it. <laughs> but sure, look, Fergal, look, maybe you'll be able to grow into uh, something that looks or emulates a man one day, like, you know, and just, we, we must actually create a chart for your man points. And I think on every episode, I'm going to award you man points for every cool thing you do. Or every... uh, I'd like to point out that you're doing the podcast and addressing out. Oh, look, as I said to you already, you were... Or would you call it a house coat? Yeah, well, <laughs> I actually do call it house coat, actually. And my, my, my wife, she doesn't, she, she always takes the piss out of me when I call it that. But, um, I, I like, look, I think I'm a bit of a modern day Hugh Hefner wearing my little house coat. Like, what do you think? Like, look, I, I, I pull it off, don't I? No. What's wrong with it? It's gorgeous. Look, it's, 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 what color is this? I, I don't know. But then I would have said it's maroon. It's maroon. Yes, it's indulgent, Fergal. Like, you know, it just feels like I'm wearing a sheep. It's luxury. 
It's, it's not luxury. No, I got it in pennies for 15 quid. But look, fuck it, it's grand. <laughs> it's grand. It keeps me warm. It keeps me the perfect level of warm and cool. So I'm all good with it. I guess it is comfortable. I'll get you yeah. one for Christmas. I'll get you one for Christmas. Tony, you're a gentleman scholar. Oh, well, I appreciate it. Thank you, sir. <laughs> well, when I, sometimes when I do get hungover and I do get a bit needy, I do throw on a housecoat or dressing or whatever you want. See, on. now you're calling it a housecoat. Now, you little fraud. I know exactly you. I'm just saying, I'm, just saying, I'm trying to... to, to, to what's the terminology I'm looking at? I'm trying to identify with all of my listeners oh is that right yeah well I say you have a wardrobe full of housecoats slash dressing gowns and you're just not willing to admit oh. it oh there's your first poll for next week yeah oh, oh yeah perfect who's like what is it acceptable to wear a housecoat or, or, or are we calling it a housecoat or a dressing gown or what do you think Virgil yeah, yeah. What, what do you call it a housecoat or a dressing gown well, well okay we'll do it we'll do it most people it's obviously going to be a dressing gown but sure look we'll give, we'll give it a good go but I'm one of those housecoats people power to the people power to the people yeah uh, in other news, I heard, well, you told me, I don't know anything about it except I haven't researched it, the prodigal son is returning to Monster. God bless him and save him. Simon Zebo is home. What an absolute coup for Monster. Like, is, is, it, is it actually confirmed? It's confirmed, yeah. He put up a post on Instagram there on Wednesday. So, yeah, I'm absolutely oh, really? delighted about it. Like, the Viva la Cartel, it's back in business. So, uh, fantastic. Like, he, he, You need a bit of flair in your backline, and he brings uber amounts of it how long was he on there but was it four years oh it's hardly that long i say it was the 27 it was it was 2017 he went wasn't it jesus yeah i didn't think it was that long ago i i i had three years in my mind for some reason but uh um no it wasn't it wasn't when was the last rugby world cup it was 2019 was it no was it yeah because didn't he go that summer oh yeah so he's there a couple of seasons now this stage yeah Joe Smith just dropped him as soon as he found out he was going in the January, mm. which was the World Cup year. I think I could be wrong. Well, look, regardless of that, he's a fan favorite, and everyone in, who supports yeah. the Red Monster loves that guy. Like you know, I uh, he was fairly tearing it up for for Assing. Yeah, 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 yeah. He was. Um, he was. He, look, he does a good job no matter where he goes. It'd be brilliant to see him back um, in the Irish jersey as well. Like so allegedly. Um, it's kind of part-funded contract from the RFU as well. So I think Andy Farrell wants him, once again, to get a bit of create, creativity, yeah. a bit of strength in that back line, you know? So, yeah. Like, do you ever remember that flick he did against Wales, like with the back of the heel when he was running down the wing? Oh, yeah. Uh, he cut up into his hand then, yeah, yeah. Uh, so I often, think back, I often think back about that day. Oh, Jesus. Made me the man I am today. <laughs> but look, yeah, regardless, like, as I said there, absolute steal for Munster. I know he's 31, but he still is a solid three years left in him. He signed the one-year contract, but that's bound to be extended, like, so. Hopefully. Hopefully. <laughs> so, in other news as well, we had Oli Gunnar Solskjaer. If his children dive, he won't feed them. It's pretty dark. It's, it's pretty grim. Yeah, it's a, what a way to mince your words. It's dodgy enough to be saying stuff like that. I mean, Oli, you're, you're proving yourself to be an average enough manager nowadays. Just, uh, Stay out of the interviews and keep the wittiness to other managers because it's not suited for you, bro. <laughs> Dodgy. No, it, it like it, like I I get what he was trying to come off with. He was trying to like be like smart and get his point across, but it was just like, dude, man, Ollie, st- stop, stop talking, bro. Just yeah, talk about the football. It's, talk about the football, especially when you're talking about players like um, Son, who's Korean. <laughs> like you know, you can't be. There's a lot of conflict in that country, uh, both countries, north and south of the border, but. Um, yeah, that's probably the wrong thing to be talking about, you know? But, like, uh, sorry, Fergal, what were you going to say? 
No, it was great with you. Oh, well, right well thank you. Yeah, it's the, look, it's very rare. It is, it is. In fairness, but look, it's one of those things where look, basically, maybe it was lost in translation somewhere. Like that's 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 like we might have his own terminology at home or whatever. Like you know, but we forgive him on this occasion because he's doing a decent enough all job. But for fuck's sake, cop on yourself, Holly Gunners Husker. <laughs> in other words, United actually beat Tottenham two one. 3-1, sorry, 3-1 the end. So that now puts us 11 points behind City with a game in hand. So if we win the game in hand, we're eight points behind with six games to go. We've basically won the league. We're going to do a Liverpool on it and start printing the T-shirts now. Oh, is that right? Well, like, Fergal, I have one thing to say to you. It's not going to happen. Chelsea are going to win the league this year. We're almost there. We're climbing the ladder. We're this far away. I can smell it. Whatever. Do you think Chelsea will fuck up? And then Thomas, they won't get top four, and Thomas Tuchel will win the Champions League. I think Chelsea are in a, with a very good shout to win the Champions League. Like I, I still think they'll get top four. I like West Ham are going to fall away. Surely they're going what are you to talk about. There's only six games left. Like I know there's seven games at least. Yeah, six. No, seven. most teams only have six. Oh, okay. Well, we'll see most teams, maybe most teams have seven. Well, to see West Ham in the Champions League is an embarrassment. Like, so, um, so like, I just, I, I just have to say, I just, it's, it's getting down to those dicey times. Like, you know, it's getting, it's getting down to the wire. But they'd want to, be, they'd want to, a few teams to slip up before they do anything to climb the table because it's out of their hands at the moment. But yeah. I still, Champions League. Look, they have an FA Cup semi final against City the weekend as well. So look, they're still in three trophies come business end of the season. Like, it's not out look, of the realm's possibility. Realistically, any sports fan of a big football club doesn't give a bollocks about the FA Cup or the League Cup. You want the Champions League or you want the Premier League. But if you it's win, nice to win the FA Cup. It's a nice thing. But if you don't get top four and you won the FA Cup, that's still a failure of a season. But if you win nothing else, it's something to kind of hang a bit of hope on or say it wasn't a complete failure. Like, you know, like if United didn't win any trophy for three years, you'd be dying for an FA Cup. I don't think we've won any trophy for three years. Oh, well. Ollie hasn't won a trophy yet. Shame to be a United fan, so isn't it? <laughs> for, well, look, you, you can have the trophy for second place. How's that? Yeah, we'll take that. And we'll take the Champions League spot to go with it as well. Automatic qualification. I'm sure you take it because it's the only thing you're going to win this season. Oh. <laughs> Could win the Europa League. Are you still in that, are you? Yeah. What's the score in the second leg? So, at time of recording this, they're playing Granada on Thursday. We have a 2 0 away playing Granada in Old Trafford. I think it's Old Trafford unless it's a neutral ground. Uh, but we have a 2 0 advantage from the first leg. Oh, yeah, okay. So that's so that's the quarterfinals, is it? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm sure you're in with a shout, so. Like Arsenal are there as well. <laughs> yeah. Slavia yeah. Prague, I think. Yeah. They lead from the first game. Um, yeah, it's, I, I think it's fairly. If you were a betting man, you'd be betting the United to win that out, really, wouldn't you? Especially with the form they're in. Um, yeah. Yeah, sure, look. We'll just see how it goes. You might win the Europa League for a little, but Chelsea are coming home with a fucking Champions League, buddy. <laughs> there was actually a, a gambling man. I was reading something the other day. Uh, so Bayern Munich got knocked out to PSG. Right. So apparently in eight of the last nine seasons, Bayern have either been knocked out by the eventual champions or won the actual Champions League themselves. Oh. So either... In the eight of the last nine seasons, they've either gone on to win it themselves or the team that knocked them out go on and win it. Yeah, okay. Um, I was very surprised to see PSG get through against Bayern, to be honest with you. But Bayern were missing a lot of players as well. To be honest, United had PSG in their group for the Champions League and everyone was talking about group of debt and I was like, that PSG team is overrated. 
Mm. I was so surprised they bet Bayern Munich. Yeah, like they lost on the night, didn't they? But it was more a case that they did the, they did the business in the in the first leg. So, yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, like Bayern without Lewandowski are a slightly different team. Look, they're a fucking savage team. Not great, no, they're 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 a brilliant team. But like, obviously, if you take a 30, 40, 50 goal season striker out of your team, it's going to affect you one way or the other. Like their backup striker is fucking what Chupo Mutting. <laughs> Yeah, great man. Your man from I, I actually watched the two games, and he is not great. Did he play with Stoke? I knew I recognised him somewhere. Yeah. Is that where he was at? He was able to do it on a Wednesday night in Stoke. You know, like a cool <laughs> Wednesday night in Stoke. But he, like, obviously, Bayern Munich wants him if he's able to have that football pedigree in his locker. Like, so, yeah. Um, yeah, it's it's it was it's a strange signing. Like, it's one of the stranger ones. It's almost as strange as the time Thomas Gravison signed for Real Madrid. I mean, do you remember that? Yeah. I, do you remember that phase of football when Real Madrid were just signing anyone that was re- like even slightly on form? Yeah, they signed loads of random fellas like Jonathan Woodgate and everything. Although I think he was signed as a Galactic. Lasana Diara, they signed him from Portsmouth, and it was just like, what the fuck is going on here? Lasana Diara. Oh, but well. yeah, it was Thomas Gravison. Thomas Gravison, the ultimate Real Madrid legend. Like you know, um, I think he's like a big time. Poker player now or something. He's yeah, he's he's making his money fucking investing and playing poker. Like he's just he's he's an absolute baller. Fair play to him. I remember I remember back in the mid nineties when you were going up to play um Everton and you were playing fucking Lee Carsley and Thomas Gravison in the middle of the midfield, like two ball heads running around the place. Dodgy, like you know, like you wouldn't want to meet them down in a dark alley anyways, and that's two ways of no two ways about it, huh? Uh on sporting dramas, uh, oh dear, my voice was cracked there, oh embarrassing. Uh <laughs> Jamie Redknapp and Roy Keane going out of the game. Oh, sure. Jamie is a bit out of his league here now anyways, isn't he? <laughs> uh, <laughs> like, Roy Keane, just, he's just like, he, it's nearly as if he knows he's after to wind him up and just keeps going on. He just kept saying Tottenham were soft and Jamie just kept losing his shit. <laughs> yeah, but he, that's the pure Irish in him just rising them to the absolute max. Yeah. Like, like, fucking Roy Keane is he's my favourite pundit on TV. He just speaks how it is and is able to have the banter as well. And, like, fucking fair play to him because poor Jamie, pretty boy Redknapp, was just sitting on the couch and he was just, as you said there, you could almost see the steam coming off his head, like, you know what I mean? Oh, man, he's going right in the face. Yeah, yeah. yeah, but sure, look, that's what happens. Like, it's just, I don't think there's, I think there's something to Irish pundits. And now maybe we're just being a little bit being biased, but like even Damon Dunphy back in the day, for everything that everyone gave out about him, he just talked shit and this pure quality entertainment. He's highly missed. Ah, uh, The one I'd miss would be John Giles. John Giles is unreal, man. He really <laughs> went under the radar as being unbelievable. John, He's such a good pundit, man. John Giles is just like one of those lads at the bar who just smokes a heap of fags and just like throws in the odd comment here and there. He doesn't even doesn't exactly want to be there, like, but just whatever he says is wise and like just basically makes sense and sets the tone for the argument. Yeah, uh, he's um he, what a man. I'd love to meet him actually for a pint. <laughs> he's I enjoy John Giles. Like I think at some point in his career he managed and uh managed a club and a country. Jeez, I never heard that. He, he, he used to play with um was it Millwall, was it? Or was that no, Dunphy? That was, that, that, that was Dunphy. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Um, no, I, I, I couldn't, I couldn't tell you anything about his footballing pedigree. All I literally know him is off sitting behind the telly with Bill and Liam and fucking um, Dunphy himself. Like, so that's, yeah. I didn't even know he had legs. To be honest with you, <laughs> <laughs> he played at United as well. Man, he played football in the sixties. Yeah, back in the heyday. Do he play with Georgie Best, or is that a bit before him? 
Uh, he might have played with him. He played for United from 59 to 64. All right, okay. And then he played Leeds 63 to 75. I'd say it was just a bit before best, though. Yeah, he was a big Leeds man. I remember that, actually, yeah. I do I do remember him being a big Leeds. He was always a Leeds legend. Maybe he did. I could be wrong about the managerial thing. Mm, yeah. Wouldn't be like you to be wrong in his circle. I wouldn't be like me, Tom. <laughs> uh, yeah, Roy Keane. Nearly taking mints out of Jamie Redknapp. On to something you were wrong about last week. So they aired episode four of The Falcon and the Winter Soldier last week. Well, I've never been so happy to be wrong. Like, it really kicked into life this week. Did you think, did you, you obviously watched it. You, you thought it was great, did you? Absolutely loved it, man. Yeah, fantastic. Like, really fucking kicked up a gear there. It was just, from start to finish, you kind of knew the, the, the way to set up the episode, but it was just going to be a good one. And um, I'm, I'm super excited for this Friday. Can't wait. Yeah, it's looking real good, isn't it? Yeah. Do you know that the, the Captain America guy is uh, Kurt Russell's son? <laughs> no, he's not, is he? He's Kurt Russell's son, yeah. Oh, my God. The guy from the Guardians of the Galaxy 2. He's actually a guy Beautiful. who's he's very easy to dislike. He's like, I just, he just has that face. You know those people who's just like, oh, your face makes me angry. You're probably a lovely person, but it's just your face. Yeah, he's just a... Uh, the new Captain America or Kurt Russell? Captain America. Okay, all right. Yeah. You're giving up on Kurt Russell. Like, Kurt Russell's great, man. Fuck Kurt Russell, too. Fuck that guy. Um, <laughs> yeah, no. Uh, so, basically, yeah. Look, like I, we won't spoil the episode or anything like that, but it was just the, the ending of that was dark. Like, oh, twisted yes. dark. Yeah. Very unlike the MCU. You really, brought, really brought it to life real fast. Yeah, I haven't, I haven't seen anything like that in the MCU to date, I think, of that, of that viciousness anyways. Joel, you know, like someone was actually saying to me the other day that it's very like it's it's very different from a normal Marvel movie because like the Falcon, the Winter Soldier is that like like realistically probably bear the Falcon, maybe Captain America one. No one really shoots guns in the Marvel universe. They might flip a car, or do something cool. I know Black Widow hyperbeam laser, but actually shoot a gun. Black Widow, Natasha. Think how often you actually see her shooting a gun. She shoots at probably the start of Age of Ultron, and that's it. Yeah, but she's whatever she's in a poster, she's a gun with her, like you know. It's um, yeah, I suppose. But how often does she actually shoot her people? Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Um, I suppose you okay, it doesn't really count, like, but you'd see soldiers, soldiers shooting, like, that's a very hard word, two words to say together, um, in the background, like, but you wouldn't actually necessarily see the main characters. Did you ever see any villains? Do you? No, I don't think so either. Do you? It's um, it's mad, it's mad, it's mad. <laughs> um, yeah, but I told you it was all going to come together yeah. at some point. Yeah, but, you did. Obviously, no questions were answered. In no I, questions were answered. Me. I bow down to your fantastic wisdom and greatness, Fergal. You got one thing right at least this episode. So fair play. <laughs> have you seen the clip? Have you seen the movie Up? Oh, who hasn't? It's a fantastic. It's a glorious Pixar movie. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, with Disney Pixar, yeah. I only actually saw it a few months ago. It is actually a very good movie. What is wrong but with you? you seen... Why haven't you watched all these great movies, Virgil? These are classics, like. And I just, I'm just so stubborn about it. I'm like, nah, it's not good. I'm not watching now. You're after all the hype and you're yeah. going to ruin the movie and I can't watch it now. Get nah. the fuck on board, Virgil. Like, there's a reason why these are people's favorite things. You have to fucking start watching them. I'm going to give you a list of movies now, this week. And if you haven't watched them, you're getting a spanking next time I see you. I can't watch them because the people have overhyped them to me and I'm terrified they'll ruin the movie that it, from being overhyped is what my problem is but it doesn't affect you if you don't watch the movie so why would you be scared of it being overhyped because I want the experience that they have 
Stop being greedy, Fergal, and just fucking enjoy no. your life. <laughs> but anyway, on my point, they uh, took the lead guy from up and they put a cap on him, and he, it looks so funny, man. It looks like your man, Captain America, from the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Oh, really? I must, I must check it out. <laughs> it's pretty funny. I suppose, I suppose you had to be there, really, did you? Well, like, if you see it, you laugh at it. If you see it, you laugh at it. It's funny. Okay, fair enough. Uh, on that as well, you shared something with me. I never actually got to read it because they took it down. Forbes posted a, a thing about the, is it the cryptocurrency, the guys from Limerick, Stripe, they made up, is it? Yeah, those fucking dodgy bastards. Like, I mean, okay. Forbes, dodgy bastards? Forbes guys Forbes. Limerick fellas. Well, that's, that's an argument for another day. But, um, like, it's just that uh, Forbes... They have this habit of like having lads who contribute to write into a website, like contri- contributors, you know. And um, this fucking Egypt from Dublin, uh, st- uh, I can't remember his name, and I wouldn't name him just in case I was ever sued. But um, yeah, he wrote an article about these two young bucks from from I think they're actually originally Tipperary, but they 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 grew up and got their education in Limerick and stuff like that. Started a multi-billion-dollar company and sold it off in America in Silicon Valley. And he's like, he was kind of given the background of this rags to riches story but went way over the top and it made Limerick out to be some sort of fucking war zone, which it clearly isn't like, you know? It's just a load of fucking bullshit and your man should be completely ashamed of himself for writing it. Fuck that it guy. Was taken down for, it, was, it was taken down fairly quickly. It was, it was. But he had absolutely no right, like especially from being from fucking Ireland. He thought he'd have a bit of cop on if something was going to be posted. It was obviously going to be seen. I think um, I think Limerick City and County Council even wrote letters of intent to fucking uh, to Forbes themselves to see that to take it down or legal proceedings could be started. Like, like it was just completely, it was reckless. Like, what did they say? It was a... Uh, a gangland. I, don't know. I didn't get to read it. It's like a gangland war zone and that fucking uh, stab city and all this type of crack. Like, do you know, um, you know the rubber bandits, yeah? yeah. So, um, blind boy is obviously very proud of his heritage, being from Limerick and stuff like that. And um, he's kind of look, he's he's very intelligent, educated, well educated guy. But like, he put up this post, and I never realized that. Do you know? Do you understand where stab city, the name, came from? I'm assuming because people were getting stabbed in the early 90s, wasn't it? There was a guy, and he was from Libya, and he he got stabbed, like, and it was a kind of a once-off thing. But, like, it was just one of those stereotypes that kind of grew and grew and grew. And, uh, yeah, it was just kind of just a name that stuck with the city. And now, look, every town and city all across the world has its good and bad places. But, like, Limerick, it kind of got the brunt of it. and It was made a bit of a joke, like, you know, in Ireland. But it's just, it's, it's not really the case at all, like, so... <laughs> Limerick was a dangerous place back in the nineties. Yeah, but like, so was Cork and so was Dublin. Like you know, but it just kind of yeah, got just, the media attention. <laughs> Limerick was particularly bad. Like it was, it wasn't what it was made out to be. I, I, I understand there was a gangland and all that type of crack. Like I understand there was that, but there's good. As I said, there's good and bad places in every fucking place in the world. Limerick's lovely now. I went to college in Limerick. I had a great time in Limerick. Yeah. I never had any trouble. On Trinity rooms, Trinity rooms for life. <laughs> Uh, on that as well, Donald, unfortunately, we are still in lockdown, oh. but we got to see the Brits this week, got to have a, a break from it. Uh, I think Kelly showed me a picture of a lot of girls in the pub, and at quarter past eight on was it Tuesday morning, they lifted the lockdown. 
I, it was the twelfth, the twelfth, whatever the twelfth was. It was Monday or Tuesday, whatever day it was. Um, I think I seen a very similar photo to you, Virgil. Yeah, I think it was Monday, Monday. Yeah. I think the whole country like is green. Ireland is green with envy, looking at our cousins across the across the waters, just being able to scull pints left, right, and centre, and get their haircuts and everything along with it. Oh my God! I, 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 I'm so jealous. I just want a pint of Guinness in the pub. What do you think? What do you think it follows? Like, see, seen lads camp overnight. I think we do the exact same. I think we go I, the extra mile. I actually haven't seen any of the photos. I was just told about them. There was tents outside of pubs. Donald, this is this is the kind of the movie thing. I like. I don't want to see it. It's, just, it's, <laughs> it's not going to make me happy. I don't want to see it. Oh my god, Fergal, you're not living life. <laughs> oh man, like we're still not allowed to do anything no, and then half of our vaccines are getting pulled I know it's a, it's a terrible state of affairs but look look we just as, as as the man says we have to kind of just hold that little bit firm for that little bit longer and we'll almost be out of it I understand that people are getting frustrated I'm frustrated myself but like we're almost there like you know we'll almost be able to hug and kiss each other again Fergal I can all I can just feel your heart throbbing through the computer I just want to give you a big old cuddle <laughs> No, 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 you're not, no. You're not re- reciprocating this, no. I'm not feeling that, man. Oh God damn it! Well, I love COVID because I got it. Man, I love this new elbow touch thing. I don't have to shake people's hands anymore. I love it. <laughs> yeah, but that's one of the positives that have come out of this for me. <laughs> oh, is that right? <laughs> well, look, not look. really. Of course, I I love to embrace your beautiful body, Donald. Oh well, thank you. Am I allowed to wear my house coat? No. Oh, God damn it! <laughs> uh, on the uh, as well, your shortcomings from a few weeks ago where you nearly shot yourself in the car. For fuck's sake! In your early I... 20s when you shot yourself in the car. There is now an app out there, one of the <laughs> listeners I think tagged you in it, where you can find a public toilet. It'll show you, I, I, again, I haven't researched, I just heard about it and saw the tag, that there's an application that will tell you where the nearest public toilet is to you. Fergal, I'm not going to lie, how you opened up this line of conversation, I'm not cool with. This is just, you completely sideswiped me there. We were, I was just talking about hugging and embracing you, and then you just go on the offensive and threaten me with stories of my past about me shitting myself. Jesus I Christ, I just want Fergal. people to understand why I wouldn't hug you. <laughs> okay, yeah, that's actually a very valid point, and that I, that's one I appreciate and understand completely. Um, <laughs> yeah, look, there was um, one of our friends, uh, she tagged me in an article there on Facebook saying that there's an app you can get for the, uh, whatever public toilets are in Ireland, the availability and everything of them. And it's one of those it things. It tells you availability if it's engaged or not as well. <laughs> well, the locations, the locations, like, but it's just uh, it's just one of those things that I'm, I downloaded almost immediately. <laughs> I've once seen it. Um, it's one of those like most visited apps I have nowadays. Like, so it's, uh, yeah. it's, it's all good. It's all good. <laughs> we like on that. Someone was telling me, do you know all these smartwatches people have these days, the garments? Yes. Apparently there's an app on it. So uh, what it'll actually do for you, it'll, uh, it's like a beer thing. So it'll, you can count up how many beers you've drank. But then what it does is like it takes like your age, your height and your weight uh, once you finish drinking. Right. And it'll give you an idea as to how long it'll be before you're sober again. Okay. Fair enough. Like you can actually, while you're drinking, it can record what you're... No, so, like, every time you drink, you, like, tap the watch or something and it'll record that you've taken on a drink. And then you tap it every time. And then when you're finished or something, when you go to bed, it recognizes when you go to sleep or something like that. And it'll try and let you know what time to get up at or what time you'll be sober. Or, but 
Okay. An estimate, I suppose, as to what time you could might be able to drive again or something. Well, I'll tell you one thing that you can take to the bank, and I guarantee it that when this country reopens from lockdown, that if anyone's wearing those watches, the software is going to crash because the amount of pints people are going to be drinking, you might as well just give up on life, like you know. <laughs> Forget about it. No, we're 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 getting that pint. We're almost there, lads. <laughs> Uh, onto what we're doing this week, Donald, in the competition. Uh, Donald, do you want to paint the scene from? Paint the scene. Well, uh, Fergal, you were gracious enough to let us know what we'd be doing this week in last week's episode. Fair play to you. So what we said we'd be doing is picking our three favourite smells. They can be anything, whatever you want. Um, uh, We won't give away our answers just about yet, but everyone has their few instinctive smells that they go to. And um, it's just one of those things that resonates and just provides either good memories or awful memories. So going on that, Fergal, you won last week's episode once again. It's just uh, it's almost a foregone conclusion what's going to happen nowadays. But um, going by the trends and by what we've been doing so far, would you like to go first or would you like to go second? Uh, sure, I'll let you go first, Donald. Let you take the lead. Well, fuck you, Fergal, anyways. And uh, since I'm going first, I'm going to just kickstart it with my all-time favourite smell, okay? So basically, does, does, it doesn't need any wild description or anything like that. It's the smell of smoked bacon, smoky bacon, cooking in a frying pan it is just oh my goodness like whenever i've often been woken up from a heap of pints by this smell you know and it's just like kind of it gravitates my body towards the kitchen just pulls me out of bed to get that lovely greasy bacon oh there's nothing better maple rashers hickory smoked rashers plain rashers just go all out it's just it's just kind of fills the nostrils and coats them with this absolute glorious goodness and just the taste is the taste is exactly how it tastes, which is rare enough and is just glorious. I mean, I can't really build it up any more than that. It's just the best smell, I believe, in the world. What do you think? You must like that smell. It's grand looking. <laughs> you are full of, so full of shit. You, were, you actually gave me the win on a previous episode that bacon wasn't in your burrito. I know you love bacon, Virgil. It was it was in my... In, um... I don't put bacon in my burger. No, the burrito. Yeah, I was saying it was in the fry, and you were saying it was in. You couldn't get it in a burrito, so. Oh, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah, well, like, bacon's grand, man. I'm a vegan now, so. Oh, are you? Yeah, <laughs> I'm not a vegan. <laughs> You're no more vegan now than I am. So, like, it's a, uh, it's a, uh, yeah. Come on, lay it on me. Just tell me what yours is. And be prepared to lose. My one will bring you back all the way back to your childhood. Oh, okay, uh, I've. Uh, as being, uh, uh, I don't know, how, how do we describe ourselves? Are we young adults? We're not young adults anymore. We're just, I suppose, basic adults. <laughs> You're basic as adults. young as you feel, and I feel fucking we, ancient. We're adults now. We have no children yet ourselves, but I have plenty of people who do have children, and they constantly tell me about this, that they enjoy this. I remember from my childhood being glorious. It, I'm going off on a tangent here, and it's not how to describe my thing. <laughs> Come on, just get those words out for me. What I am trying to say is cowpaw. Okay. Cowpaw. That's something I wouldn't have thought of. Go on. The smell of it. You recognize that every time straight away when you were a child, the smell of cowpaw, what it gave you, because you knew the beautiful taste that was coming. You knew it was going to make you feel better. You knew it was going to get rid of all the sickness, but the smell of it just made you so happy. You were just like, oh, it's cowpaw. 
I love me this pinky goodness. Yeah. And what I was trying to say is that parents now, like I've heard of people that they do you know what you newborns, they give them like a small bit of cap on a bit syringe and they'd be like, small bit for you, small bit for me. Mm. It's just so good, man. Yeah, pure You remember that fruity, sugary medicine yeah. of goodness. Yeah, it, like I'm even beginning to debate was it even medicine at all? It was just a pure yeah. sugar rush, like it was. Yeah, it's just fucking. That is a brilliant choice. Um, I haven't thought about Calpol in years, and I mean, I used to drink it by the fucking bucket. I mean, I think that's kind of half the problem with my obesity nowadays. But um, it's uh, I do anything for a pint of Calpol. Oh my god! Whatever about the Guinness, just give me out a pint of Calpol, please. I put two straws in it. Um, yeah, it's a uh, Jesus Christ. That's that's a good choice, Purple. But look at at the end of the all day, it's not the smell of bacon. It's because it's Calpol. That, 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 that is very factually correct, Virgil. It is Calpol. <laughs> but what I'm trying to explain to you is that it's not as nearly as good as the smell of bacon being cooked. That's because you don't cook Calpol. <laughs> on a spoon and drink it. I feel like you're trying to delay things as much as you possibly can before you actually give in. So come on, just give it to me. I look, Donald, I love me a bit of bacon. I'll give you the bacon. Excellent. Fantastic. And just so you know, I don't plan to give you absolutely any wins tonight, so I'm going to be stubborn as all mule, all right? So <laughs> I'm going to take that and I'm going to put it in my pocket and expect to win round two. It doesn't work like that, Donald. Like, <laughs> like I'd like to point out, I think, every week that we've gone to a vote for the people, that I, I think I've won pretty much every one. I think I've, only, I've won one and you won the rest. So, um... Yeah, yeah, we'll just have to see how it goes, I'm afraid. It's not, it's not looking, history is not on my side, but his records are there to be broken, Fergal. Um, <laughs> okay, so look, my second choice, and it is, how do I even set this up? Because this is it's almost equally as glorious. It's very close number two for me. It is the nectar of the gods. It is liquid gold. It is freshly brewed coffee. I mean, there is nothing that kind of gets you more invigorated in, for life than a freshly old poured cup of joe. Like, you know, it's just fantastic. I don't know what it is. It's just, as I said there, like with bacon, it kind of coats the nostrils. Like, you know, it's just, it's just, it's so welcoming. And then you know what you're getting is an energy boost. And it's just pure velvety goodness. I don't know why I said velvety, but it just, I like to imagine that it's royal and luxurious and everything else along with it. It's just fantastic. I love the smell of a freshly poured cup of coffee or cappuccino or espresso, anything in the morning, morning, noon, evening or night. It's just a brilliant smell all around. It's just like, once again, Fergal, it's, not, it's a lot more than grand, and you know it. It's a fantastic smell. Now, now look, right, the taste, uh, I, I've i only actually started drinking coffee in the last two years. Shame on you. But Go my on. love has been, my love for it has grown immensely, yeah. and brilliantly. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love me a good cup of coffee, but I wouldn't be like, oh, the smell, I love me a fresh cup of coffee in the morning. Oh, but the smell of it. But even I the, love a cup of coffee in the morning, but I wouldn't be I wouldn't be chasing after the smell of it. But the smell of, like, even the coffee itself, like, you know, like just as you're pouring it into the, when you ground up coffee beans, like, and it's just so fresh, and you're putting it into the your machine, whatever machine you go with, and, like, it's um, it just comes out, it's just, a, it's just, glorious it's fantastic i have absolutely no concerns about this winning because it is just a brilliant choice but you have to give me your second one so we might as well hear it my second one donald is again it's an old school favorite it is possibly the best smell just smell alone in the world oh is it really 
Because there's no other association with this. You have no other appreciation to this. It is petrol. Petrol? This, when you smell the petrol, when you're filling your car up the tank, or when you're fucking, your old folks used to have, your old folks, your parents used to have the that little tank in the back garden for filling the lawnmower with diesel. <laughs> smell off of that, man. I used to love smelling it. Would you be one of those lads now who'd be getting high, sniffing petrol cans out of the back garden? Oh, We've never gone that far with these, but I love me this. You love the smell. Everyone loves the smell of diesel. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. The smell of petrol diesel. It's it's a fantastic smell. I d- I actually don't know why we're so attracted to it because if we literally consume it, we're going to die. <laughs> that's that's why this wins. Why? Because why? it's actually the best smell. Coffee, like you like the smell of coffee because you know what's coming. That hot, warm goodness that's just going to wake you up and loosen the bowels and get you set for the day. Petrol does nothing else for you. You can't drink it. You I... might put it in your car, but you're not attached to it in that way. You can't drink it or eat it or like, consume it in any other way by smelling it without killing yourself. Why do you always... You smell it too much to kill it. Fergal, why do you always have to bring up loosening bowels around me, all right? Okay, look, it was one time this happened, all right? I couldn't do anything about it. It's not my fault. It happens to everyone at least once. And when it happens to you, Fergal, you're in trouble. I'll just say that if you were sniffing diesel instead of coffee that morning, probably wouldn't happen. (laughs) That's a fair point. (laughs) Um, I'm very on the fence here, Fergal, because I'm 100% in opinion that I think coffee is a better better smelling. It's not like... It is. Diesel's... Petrol alone is the best smell in the world. Everyone loves the smell of petrol. You love the smell of coffee because of reasons I just listed. It's a freshly cup of coffee. It's just it's exactly what you need to start your day as an adult. It it's just it's 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 as I said there, it is just Yeah. You see you're talking about drinking it now. The yeah. competition today was the best smell. I love the smell as much as I love drinking it. You, don't you love to smell it and then drink it? You don't smell your diesel and then drink your diesel. But it's the anticipation of what's coming. It's setting me up for something that I love as well. Do you know exactly. You're talking about consuming it. Okay, Fergal, you're very passionate about this. You take diesel or fucking petrol, okay? Diesel for the win. <laughs> I just want to state it on the record that you are wrong in this choice, and I know people will agree with me. Again, though, no, you said this about every other poll. I always <laughs> win the polls. I'm Mr. Right. Ah, oh, Christ. Okay, look. On to round three, I suppose, Mr. Fucking Right. Um, yeah, old scoundrel, yeah. Uh, just throwing it in for the episode, you know yourself. And I am going with baked goods, baking in an oven. Like, freshly, ba- oh, the smell of anything being cooked in an oven is just tremendous. Bread, no. cookie, stop it, Fergal. Stop it. You're wrong and you know it. The smell, when you walk into a bakery, if you have you ever walked into a bakery in your life? Yeah, you might have like not many people do it anymore but uh, I remember as a youngster walking into bakeries and stuff like that and it's just the air inside there you can taste it how it's just you know like it's it's the exact same as coffee you know what's coming it's just it's heartwarming it's just like oh yeah give me out that bread it's just like and I just love it it's like there's nothing better than he like getting a good soda bread or white bread or cookies as I said there or what is it there croissants even if you want to go a bit la français um it's a uh, fantastic smells all around i just love baked goods you see donald like everything you've picked is like you only like the smell of it because you love the taste it's of not it. true it's the it's the anticipate yeah but that's part of it Fergal, because it, you re, you you recognize that's not what, what makes it is it the best smell 
It, but in my opinion, it's the best smell. And I'm quite sure people will agree with me. When they smell these things, it reminds them of things that they want. And that's why they love the smell so much. It's a very personal choice. And I would imagine a lot of people would say that the smell of baked goods is a fantastic smell. It is a fantastic smell. Oh, fuck but you, like, Your three things are all food and taste-related taste items. What are you trying to say? What are you trying to say, Bo? You, did, what are you, what you didn't you, pick you anything that's solely smell-related. These are... I did, this is, yeah, so what? So what? Like, what? Because you you think you just because you can't eat or drink petrol, like, it's just uh, it's just a better smell. It's better than fucking uh, freshly brewed cup of coffee. No, not happening. But I solely pick something based off of smell. You pick it all your stuff based off taste in the future. But that does, you like the smell because of the taste. It's completely irrelevant. It doesn't matter why I like the smell or not. It's my favorite smell. But every every argument you've used for me is I love the smell because of the stuff that's coming, the the, the tasty goodness that's coming my way. You said that about the bacon, the coffee, and the baked goods. Yeah, but your argument is null and void. It's like those smells. That's great. What results from them? Like, do you like the smell of diesel because you can drive a car afterwards? It doesn't matter. Like you know, it's like it's I blatantly just... told you that I like to smell diesel because I like to smell diesel. What was your first choice again? What was your first choice? Calpol. Calpol, yeah, so you knew what was coming. Tasty, good, sugary Calpol. It's the same thing. But all three of yours are that. It doesn't matter. Like, it's like, what are you doing here? It's, this is completely beside. This isn't the argument we're having. We're picking our favorite smells. It doesn't matter why we like the smells. It, it does. It does. Completely... The reason that you like the smell is because of the taste of it. Yeah, but I like the smell. Fergal, we're going around in a circle here. We're going around. We're, we're, we're going to have to agree to disagree why I picked my favourite smells. My last one was seaside. Well, you're the right. Seaside, the smell of the sea, the salt in the air, and actual just, just the smell. Because I don't go out and taste the sea or the salt or the sand. <laughs> what? <laughs> this isn't an argument. Okay. I am tell purely me. motivated, purely by the smell. Tell me. But, oh, look, okay. Let's, let's put that to the side for the time being, okay? We'll get back to that if you need to. But. Why do you like the smell of the sea so much? What 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 resonates with you? Nice. That's your and argument. I, love, I love the seaweed in my mouth and the taste of sand in my shoes and the, uh, the taste of sand. What are you talking the about? The taste of sand in my shoes. That's how ridiculous your argument is. I'm just going to say crazy. You, you have completely lost, lost the run of yourself now. All right, you need to just take it back, gather a moment, and just think about what you're going to say here. I, I don't even want to win this week. <laughs> okay, is that? Are you just admitting? Are you admitting that I you're? I am wrong? going to be a sore loser, and I'm going to be fuck you. <laughs> yes, yes, finally. Donald takes the week 2 1. Cheating. Rationale is just fantastic, Fergal. You just weren't here for the argument. I just took it home. Come on, it was hard, it was hard to argue against me this week. There's no rationale about what you pick. You pick stuff from purely based on taste. I like the smell of this because of the taste. <laughs> No, I like the smell of it because it smells good. That's the because whole point. Because of the taste. I also appreciate it. Every bit of your smell. argument was, I just, I just, this, I, I smell it and I just know that there's something tasty coming. You cannot hold that against me when you chose Calpol, which is a consumed good. You just can't that do was, it. That was one. Well, yeah. You did it for all three. In for a penny, in for a pound, Fergal. All right, okay? You picked one. It's the same thing. <laughs> And like, look, no, it's, a, it's not. It is. It is. It's completely the same thing. And like, look, the whole base of this is what is your favorite smells? I get. I gave you my three favorite smells. I the, don't know. I don't know what next, you want me to do. The here. next. The next time we go to the beach, I'm going to make you eat fucking sand and be like, "You like the smell of the seaside?" Well, how do you know I'm you not like in- the smell of the seaside? <laughs> how do you know I'm not into that shit, Virgil? How do you know that's not one of my kinks, huh? No one likes eating sand, man. 
<laughs> Fair enough. Well, look, I'm absolutely delighted to finally get a picture. I think it's the first time in like four or five weeks. So, yeah. I... <laughs> Thank you, Virgil. I appreciate it. Thank you for being such a gracious loser. <laughs> <laughs> well, look, Donald, you cheated. Everyone knows it. Whatever. Sore loser. I don't have, even care. I have absolutely no problem wearing this crown. I'm all good. I'm fucking fantastic. <laughs> I'm not getting off the couch in the evening because I'm delighted it's my show on again. Fergal, tell us what's going coming up on next week's episode. Next week's episode, me and Dono are going to debate our top three. We'll probably have to put in gentlemen's agreements in this, <laughs> but we are going to pick our three favorite Disney movies because oh. you could probably guess that we'll both pick the same one. Okay, lad, look, just so going to say it right now, The Lion King is not available for this option, okay? Yeah. <laughs> so it's cannot enough. pick The Lion King. It's fair. Let's call it Spade as Spade. We're both obviously going to pick number one. Turn the side for this week. I, I would have picked The Lion King. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah, that's you. and I would have picked the Lion King in one as well. So, um, so yeah, look, I'm looking forward to that. There's going to be a few dicey decisions this one. I haven't seen a lot of Disney movies, so you might be able to pick me apart fairly lively, I'd say. But, uh, yeah, fucking I'm excited. Uh, what do you think? Are you all good? Well, look, just as long as you don't cheat again next week. Be, oh, fuck you, further, you old <laughs> bastard. Um, I think that's pretty much it. Wrap her up for us, Virgil. Yeah, Take her home. Week, Take her home. Guys, of course, as we said at the start, like, comment, and subscribe to the YouTube channel. We appreciate the love and support. Have a fantastic evening, ladies and gentlemen. Goodbye.